I try to push. I hold my thigh like this. Then mm. I try to push. Like, but trying to say like, what is mom? Like that. But I couldn't like give out all the words, put out the words. Huh? So when I said, where is mom? But in the process I was pushing, oh, the baby came out. Like, when the baby came out, was eh. then I was, eh. have I given birth? Remember Robina, the eyelash extension stylist? She told us about getting lost in the game park at nine years old. What she just heard was her now explaining about giving birth by herself at the age of 17. When I went away from Uganda for four years, one of the things that I missed is the resilience of Ugandans and how they are always, always ready to pick up again. And this is why we do what we do here at Real Talk. You're going to hear some sad stories, some happy ones, some funny ones. This one is a bit of a sad one, but I promise it's worth it. This is Lulu and you're listening to Real Talk 256. We met at his place trying to get my Bible. He didn't force me, but slowly he convinced me. We made love. When Robina was about to join senior one, her parents couldn't find tuition for the first time of the school. Unable to find school fees for Robina, her parents got her a tutor. An older Christian boy from the same village, they trusted him entirely, even if she had her reservations. Older than me. I was so scared, very scared that I could get pregnant. Then I got pregnant. At first, he promised he'd talk to her parents, but after a few months, he started to threaten her into silence. He had a gun. I don't know where he got a gun. I don't know if it was a real gun or a toy. I really don't know. All I know, I saw a gun. He told me never to mention that the pregnancy is his. He told me the next time I mention that the baby is his, he's going to kill me. Imagine. So, I kept quiet. I didn't know what to do. He disappeared from the the, the, the village after after seeing that there's no way out. You know how people can start talking, that girl may be pregnant, that girl may be pregnant. So I told my mom about it. So my mom, she ended up also getting mad at me. My dad never wanted to see me. Whenever I could come, I could hide. My mom could also look at me like a failure. So everyone felt disappointed. My dad was like, I was looking at you. You've always been responsible. I knew you could help your siblings. So my dad hated me for that. I got some beatings, you know. I remember my, my dad uh, kicked me at the back, even up to today, I still have that. I, when I, I, I overwork, I get a problem. Everyone at home was against me, not even my siblings. So the only thing I could do, I could just go on that mountain, listen to birds, look at the view. That could make me feel better, could make me feel day, happy, could make my day. Since I was already sick, I couldn't do anything at home. That was also a challenge. So one day, the grass, I don't know how, but uh, the grass tied my legs. Then I fell on my belly. 
I was there confused with the pain. I could hear everyone, but I couldn't talk. So the good thing, my mom came. I don't know how, but she came looking for me. So she found me lying down. She told, she asked me to, to move. I didn't have the energy to move. Then she told me, and who asked you to come alone? That's your problem. After you better, you find yourself, to, you know your way home, you will come. So she took the file and left me there. Robina's mom disregarded her completely. Imagine the only thing she did for her is take her for one prenatal consultation where the doctor was convinced she was five months pregnant. But Robina knew that she was seven months pregnant. Still I failed to eat, I could eat like one spoon or two, then go to bed. Like that until uh, time for giving birth. It rained the whole night. It was terribly bad. Huh? I remember some people lost their food. Others lost the houses. Mm. Some, also some people died. So that is the situation that I was in at night. I'm in labor pain. I am not telling my mom. If everyone went to bed. After feeling the first, first uh, sharp pain, now what they call the water broke. By that time, I didn't know that it was the water. What? It was that. I didn't know. All I felt, I felt some water falling off, so slippery, like coming from me. I don't know what it is. I didn't know, I don't know what to do. Since my mom was always tough on me, so I didn't tell her I kept quiet. Then after my mom paid attention, she tried to touch, touch me, tried to check, putting in a finger. I don't know how they call that. A finger where? For, she tried, she put a finger in me to see if really I'm give, going to give birth or not. Then after, when she had put her finger inside, she said, seems that the, the birth time is ready. But how can you give birth at this time to seven months? Now, if you give birth now and a seven-month kid, by morning you'll be dead. You know, I'm in pain, you're telling me all those things. Huh? Mm -hmm. So I just looked at my mom and I was like, hey, at least she should feel sorry for me. She gave birth. There was no way out by that time. In, in that situation, there was no way out. No way out. So we only had to wait. I think God was with us by then. He was with me. I was confused. That's when really I felt by that time, I felt that my mom could leave me in that room and go because she was giving me more stress. Then I think after she had left, I was there thinking of how everything had happened to me. This pain I'm feeling that it's not ending. Now my mom is telling me I may die or the baby is going to die. So I was thinking about all that. Then all of a sudden I felt so much pain. Mm. That labor pain, the last one. That's when I called mom. Oh, where is my mom? Where is she? I, I, I tried to call her. She wasn't there. Then it happened in a few seconds, by the way. I don't think it was like two minutes. Mm -mm. I, I like, oh, now I said it in my language, like, where is mom? Like that. Mm -hmm. But in saying that, 
I try to push, I hold my thigh like this, then mm. I try to push. Like but trying to say like what is mom like that, but I couldn't like give out all the word put out the words. Huh? So when I said it, where is mom? But in the process I was pushing, oh the baby came out. Like when the baby came out was like, eh. then I was eh. have I given birth? All of a sudden then then I sat down. I was alone, mom was not there. I didn't know what to do. The baby was there in between my legs. I lifted him, I remember I cleaned his uh, nose. There is that mucus that is always there. Then also the mouth, I removed the mucus. That one I knew how to do because of the animals. After she pushed the baby out, she realized that the umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck. He started to panic because she knew that this was a bad thing after watching animals on the farm give birth. Before, we could help goats to give birth. So we, I knew about that one. That if the umbilical cord is in the neck, you just remove it. I knew about it. So I'm bleeding. The baby is crying. The umbilical cord is still on him. And the afterbirth is still in me. So I didn't know what to do. When I tried to pull it out from me, the afterbirth, I also felt the same thing I could pull out my own intestines. So I was confused. What I did, I grabbed a piece of cloth nearby. I covered the baby. I sat with the baby in between my legs. So now the baby is crying and a neighbor hears it. And she rushes to get Robina's mother. The neighbor told her, I've heard the baby crying. Has your daughter given birth? She said, what? So they came together running. So when they come in, what my mom did, she found me seated, she slapped me and asked me why, who told me to sit? That was the question. As she slapped me, the way she slapped me, I just went with a slap up to down. I all of a sudden felt weak. I think my mom slapped me because she was scared. Mm -hmm. My face swelled, my holy body swelled, because when my mom slept and I felt conscious, then I lost more blood. Everyone was scared. They did not. They they, asked, they, they told mommy to take me to the hospital. But the good thing, mom did knew the herbal way of getting blood back. So she gave me some herbs. There's the herb she cooked that can help you get blood. I took them. I was fine. I think in uh, three days. He was a boy and uh, his name means luck because in everything I went through, everyone, could, everyone that had the story would tell me that if that thing that happens, it's not normal. Mm. Then my dad told me, why don't, call, why don't you call that boy? Why don't you call him suffering? Because he has brought nothing to you apart from suffering. Where is his dad? What are you going to do? Don't count on me. He told me a lot of things, so... So just to recap what happened. Robina has been abandoned by the father of her baby. Her whole family has abandoned her. Her father has kicked her in the stomach while she was pregnant. You didn't get to hear this, but at some point, some kids were playing soccer and a ball hit her tummy. She almost passed out from this. On top of that, she was really sick during the pregnancy. Then she gives birth by herself only for the baby to come out with an umbilical cord around his neck. I think Lucky right about sums it up. It's worth it to call him Lucky. 
He survived. That's why I felt I could call him that. Yeah, I agree. You know, this story of Rabina actually still makes me sick, even listening back to it. Amber editing with Karina not being able to sit through the whole thing. When I was 17, I ran away from home. I ran away from my mom because we couldn't get along. I think we didn't talk for a few years, but nothing compares to this story. You know, even at my worst times with my mother, I never doubted her love for me. Now, me and my mother, we are close. I understood her, yes. Okay. Me, I'm this person who... I don't judge on one side. I judge on both sides. I judged myself. I was like, okay, even if I was young, still I made a mistake. My mom was angry, but still she went too far. Yes. But so what can we do now? I'm through the situation. We moved ahead. I've been misused, yes, so what? Hmm? The fact that I'm alive and I'm going on, hmm? that means I should look for my way out. Even those people out there who are going through the same, it may, be ex it may not be exact the same situation. Maybe you're married, the husband is there, but he's not doing anything. The only thing is giving his kids, 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 and he's disappearing. Your kids are going to have a bad life and you're there complaining. The husband doesn't provide. Stand up and do something for yourself. Stand up and do something for your kids. So I think, don't think complaining is the best issue. And I don't think regretting is the best issue. The best is learning from what has happened and trying to move on. That's what I think. You know, I'm sitting here with Karin in the dark, editing at her house. And this was a really difficult story to listen to again. The thing about Robina though is that she's come a very long way. She now has two beautiful children, ironically by the same man. She has her own business. She's, you know, raising her kids. She's happy. She's one of the happiest people that I know. And if this teaches me anything, I think it teaches me to complain less.